0: in the morning. Having survived a vigilante slaughter, four hard luck strangers, gambler Stubby Preston, a pregnant prostitute, the town drunk, and a madman who sees dead people escape into the lawless frontier. But when they meet a sadistic bandit named Chaco, the four are plunged into a nightmare of torture, brutality, and beyond. In a land that screams with the pain of the damned, can Four Lost Souls Find Redemption and Revenge? Due to its graphic violence, Four of the Apocalypse was banned or censored in many countries and never seen in America. Meanwhile, fans, and Lucio Fulci himself, consider it to be one of the greatest films of the maestro's career.
1: I'm Corey And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie B- Movie Bros. Here are the B-Movie's the best of our building.
0: Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. Here we are, week two of Italian month, and we're taking a look at the 1975 classic, four of the apocalypse. Of course, you know, spoilers may be bound, but uh, let's dive right into the shit with our technical difficulties top and bottom 3. How about we start on the bottom today? Sounds good to me. So for me, number 3. The title of the film doesn't really fit it in my opinion. I mean, maybe in the original Italian dialogue there's more like apocalypse talk or something, but I just I don't know, felt not right. Number two, why didn't Chaco just kill everyone to begin with? As we see later in the movie, that seems to be his M.O. Like, hey, there's a bunch of people. I'm going to kill them and take all their shit. But for this group, he kind of just led them on for a while and then allowed them to escape. Not great planning. And number one. Although a good movie, it feels more like it's a series of shorts involving a few main characters as opposed to, like, one complete story from beginning to end. I mean, it, it feels like it would have been, like, an, like in today's world, an online, you know, short story. You know, a couple minutes, every segment is its own thing. So...
1: Yeah, like a series, kind of. Number three... There, like Corey said, there isn't much of an ongoing plot with this. It's more like a collection of short stories of a group of people traveling through Utah in the 1800s which I guess is the point like there's not really an end goal. It's more like you know how they get there and like all the stuff they see and what they go through and the char- how the characters interact with each other. but it definitely wasn't what I was expecting. Number two, so after feeding the rest of the group uh, Clem's remains, uh, Bud just kind of disappears into the darkness, never to be heard from again. Allegedly, you know, just talking to dead people for the rest of his days, but it just seemed very weird. They just kind of walked away from Bud. Like, I mean, I wouldn't want to talk to him after he, like, fed me a dead guy, but, like, he's just kind of gone. He's just he in in darkness forever. He was in his happy place,
0: you know, he gets to talk to corpses and, you know, eat Clem, I guess, for the rest of his days.
1: Yeah, it just seemed seemed like it was lacking a a good conclusion. But number 1, like you said earlier, the character Chaco at one point he turns on the characters and just kind of leaves them in the desert with a guy who he who had just turned on him. Who he knew was gonna set them free, and then he's like surprised that like Stubbs is alive at the end. It's like that's pretty bad hindsight for a guy who's like a pretty meticulous murderer. Well, on to the top three.
0: For me, number three. Every character in this movie, no matter how much time they share with the main characters or how long they're in it, are actually fairly unique in their own way. They're not just cookie-cutter characters, everybody has their own personality. And for how many, like, minute characters come and go throughout the film, it's actually fairly impressive. Number two, even though the movie's, like, you know, a bunch of shorts put together, every segment is a complete story. I could come into it, watch it, be done with a segment, and leave, and feel satisfied, and not be like, well, what happened before? What's going to happen next? Like, it tells a complete short story every time. And, number one, the first segment of the movie, the town gunfight, it kind of sets the tone of the movie of, like, this brutal Wild West. And, you know, it's a, a pretty good segue into what you're about to get yourself involved with.
1: Number three, like Corey said, I liked all the characters. I liked their interactions with each other. They all had their own personalities. Nobody, like, nobody was just, like... Nobody was really unlikable. I mean, some of them were bad. I mean, like Jocko, but like, even he had like a certain charm to him. Everybody had their own person and own character, and I liked that. Number two, the overall just Western environment was just really cool. It made you feel like you were in the Wild West in the, 1980 in the 1800s, and I don't know. I just thought that was cool. And number one,. This movie did something I never thought was possible. It made me interested in giving westerns another try. I mean, it's a a genre I've always kind of overlooked because, you know, I was born in the wrong time period for it. But, you know, if they're anything like this, it might be something worth looking into. One of the
0: things we didn't really talk about is the dialogue, but there was plenty of good in this movie, so let's have ourselves a good old-fashioned quote war. Quote war. We'll quote this movie back and forth. You tell us who had the better quotes. I'll get
1: us started with, There's a caravan of Bible folk down there. They got women, they got music, they got gambling. That's good enough for me. Praying and working, singing the praises of the Lord. Whiskey, free whiskey. You were helped by the devil. I know Satan's work when I see it. Can anyone be stupider than to marry three three women at once? Once, when I was still in school, I ate a whole pencil. I made a mistake in not killing you before you got, you no good bastard. That ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite
0: quote from this film or anything else you'd like to say about it, please leave it in the comments below. It's time for our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale. 1 to 10, one being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this film? I gave it a 2 out of 10. I give it a 3 out of 10. 4 of the Apocalypse is a wonderful movie spinning the tale of four unlikely compatriots traversing the Utah deserts of the 1800s. With each sequence telling a complete story, it's hard to find fault with this movie. Sure, the stories abruptly end and begin, and there aren't many happy endings, but it's an enjoyable and fulfilling adventure.
1: I've never been a huge fan of westerns, largely due to the fact that they had mostly fallen out of favor by the time I was born. The only western I had seen before watching this was The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, which is admittedly an awesome movie, but it didn't really catch my interest in the genre enough to get me to watch more. War of the Apocalypse was a different experience entirely. Rather than an epic showdown between cowboys and outlaws, this, w- this film was more of a series of short stories following an unusual group of characters as they traveled through the through 1800s Utah. The characters and their interactions with each other were extremely engaging, and you really get a glimpse into the past, showing a time period and way of life that's long since been forgotten. Ultimately, there wasn't much of an ongoing story. It was more just a series of um, a series of short stories overall. But that, surprisingly, didn't really bother me. This fir- film is truly a case of the journey is more important than the... So we both rather enjoyed that one. But, you know,
0: we always have ways to drink away this flick. Drink away this flick. So come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away this flick. Bum, 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 bum. We'll give some drinking games for this film. But remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one. Every time Chaco is riding something, take a drink. Number two, every time Chaco shoots an animal, take a drink. Number three, whenever Stubby swears he's going to kill Chaco, take a drink. And number four, anytime someone says Chaco, take a
1: drink. You know, there seems to be a little bit of a theme in those drinking games. Uh, A lot of Chaco. Every time Bud talks to ghosts, take a drink. Every time someone mentions gambling, take a drink. Every time Stubb shaves, take a drink. And every time the film switches from English to Italian, take a drink.
0: And those are your ways to
1: drink away this flick. If you have any thoughts about this movie or anything else Beam related you can leave us a comment on either iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us at Beamerbros, Gmail.com like us on Facebook at facebook.com, or follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros, On my personal Twitter at bmoviepaw. Check out all of the content including reviews, interviews, and chats on our website bmoviebros.com, where we're each week. Want to help support the show? Consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Link right below.
0: You know, I don't think I said at the beginning, but uh, the description you heard was from the back of the DVD box, which our version has the uncut one that intersperses the uh, original cut scenes in Italian language. So, uh, for that drinking game, you need that specific version. <laughs> so, we've come to the end of week two and uh, Italian month. So, for me, in the number two spot is Suspiria. Um, it's supposed to be a good movie but I don't think so. Number one, Four of the Apocalypse. You know, one of Lucio Folke's greatest, and I agree with that.
1: Yeah, number two, I put Suspiria. I, I get why it's such a um, popular film. I do like it. I liked it more the first time I saw it, but I guess it seems to not really have much rewatch value, though maybe I'll watch it again in a couple years. But, yeah, number one surprisingly was four for the* ap- Four of the Apocalypse. I... It was a good Western, and I'm not even a fan of Westerns. And, yeah, I really didn't think one of the most well-known horror films would be beaten out by a virtually um, unknown Italian Western film. So, But who knows? You never know what's going to happen. So from
0: Utah, let's take our travels to somewhere else. Let's head out to some random cemetery somewhere with the 1994 film Cemetery Man. So until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more.